What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I am your host, Greg, here solely to make Matt jump when we start the podcast. What up, dude? How you doing? Uh, pretty good. I have some, I seen some, I have some <laughs> exciting news uh, later on, so, so we'll see. All in due time. All in due time. Okay, okay. And of course... We have our streamer, the only streamer we have, because let's be honest, me, Matt, and Caleb, we're way too, I don't want to say busy, because it's it's derogatory, lazy. At, oh, I think yeah. that's the correct term. Absolutely. We're all, all three of us are far too lazy to stream. Absolutely. We have Miss underscore Sparks. What's up, Ash? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? I'm pretty good. Been busy today and tomorrow are like my only two days off for the next week. Ooh. But we're going to have fun on your two days off. Well, at least this next hour of your day off. So that way you can talk video games with your best friends that are halfway across the country, quite literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. So, so guys, Tate Day. we got some news, got a little bit of news, we got some cool news. We're going to talk about video games and all things related to video games. But first, we're going to talk about the games that we played. Ash. I know you got back at it this week. I synced it. What'd you stream? So I have streamed Ark. I have streamed uh, Call of Duty and a little bit of Vampire. Uh, off stream, I've been trying to build up my character in Destiny so that when I can finally afford Witch Queen, I will be ready to go. And then I also played a little bit of Stranded Deep as well, which was a pretty good mind-numbing game what what is stranded deep is that like a uh, subnautica kind of style uh sort of yeah i guess you could say it's basically um it's a survival game that it, you essentially get yeeted off of a plane and then you wash up on this island you have to figure out how to survive hmm. Hmm. okay uh, Matt, what games did you not did you play that are not called Pokemon this week? Oh, zero. <laughs> Hell yeah, my guy. What's up, dude? What'd you play? Uh, <laughs> the exciting news: I finally beat the Arceus storyline, so I am ready for the, all the post game stuff and to complete the Pokedex. Air quote on complete. You know, after completing the game and completing the full Pokedex. One could argue that you actually have not completed the the full storyline. What? What do you mean? Oh, I'm not gonna tell you. You just broke his brain. <laughs> Look at that face, I mean, Greg. What? If this if is I, one it, of the this is one of the few, if not the only, Pokemon game that I can think of where the post game stuff you do is actually relevant. Like, it's not just there to be there. It's actually relevant. So it, are you talking about including the stuff that we'll get into later on that was announced on Pokemon Day? Or are you talking about, like, no. outside of that? Did you complete your Pokedex, all 242? No, that's what I'm doing. You have not completed the Arceus storyline. I completed the plot? You completed the... I'd say, like... <laughs> You haven't done the epilogue. 
or no, the post lock, whatever. No, the, you know, like is. I literally, like I literally did the thing uh, where the the rift. I did the thing. Have you? And then have you played Uncharted Four? I played like two hours of Uncharted Four. Ash, did you play Uncharted Four? Uh, about the same, honestly. I never God, got into four. Suck. Damn. <laughs> Um, I, I played the one that had the two chicks, and then that, that was about it. Um, yeah, no. Uh, it's it's not... It is very much so... It's not story-heavy. There's not a lot of story to it. It's It just adds to the storyline. Mm-hmm. But, like, you haven't actually... Like, in my mind... You haven't completed that that yet. That'd be like that. What you've done more or less is if you, you've read a Harry Potter book, yeah. Uh, no, but I know what the experience is like. Oh my god, bless! <laughs> get out! Get out! Get out! Sir. Get out! You're not allowed here anymore. Um. Uh. Let me let me see if I can figure this out. Uh, you've watched the Marvel movie, but you didn't stay for postcard. Oh, okay. I, I, right. I, I know. I've always say for the postcards, but I understand <sighs> the analogy you're trying to make. But you're do saying, you? No, no. You're saying right like, now. I where told I'm you at, exactly what I was trying to say, and yeah. you were like, "No, nah, you're wrong, man. I complete the story." <laughs> no, I said I complete the main story because in my mind, I finally hit post game because in and like any other Pokemon game. They have the set thing, your main object. Well, not your main objective, but like the objective of like, you need to do this thing. I completed this thing. And now they're just like, all right, cool. Back to completing the Pokedex. So like I. But that was before it's, you explained to me that like that there is more. I'm, I'm curious to see what your thoughts will be about this once you complete the full Pokedex and do all that kind of stuff. Um, because it's it's a lot. Ash. You haven't done it yet, but it's a lot like when you finish a Harry Potter book and <clears throat> Gandalf says, hey, yeah, this this class one. I know it's not Gandalf. Shut up. Uh, this class one, though, try wizard cup or whatever the hell, hell it was at the end of the books, but they actually haven't left school yet. Like there's that like five minutes like the four pages like that. That's essentially what it is like you. It's still relevant to the story. You're not going to hear about the Grandmaster Khan of the Galaxy team anymore. Like, he's he's dead to you. You don't care about him. He's an idiot. But you still have stuff that's relevant to the story mm-hmm. that is very important to explain some of the story and make you angry about the way that story. Mm. Okay. Okay. It's so what did you do in Pokemon Arceus? What's up, Ash? <laughs> I was like, it's funny because when you first said you haven't completed the game, his face literally was like, what? <laughs> the hell I did. I, I see the credits. <laughs> they, had, they had a celebration. Everything was. Oh, oh I, was, I, was, I was about to say something that surprised me. But I don't want to ruin it for Ash. So I'm just going to hold on to it and leave that as a surprise for you, Ash. So whenever whenever you get to it. My, my stepson pretty much ruined most of the storyline for Arceus, so it's fine. Oh, oh, dang! In that case, it's, the, the potato mochi guy, surprising. the potato mochi guy. 
Oh, you think? Oh, you think? Who? You think that's rough? Hold on to your shorts, my guy. I, and I will say, I accidentally saw something about Volo or something like that. I don't know if someone was just like discourse or. Hold on to your shorts, my guy. You think the potato. First off, I was more shocked the potato mochi guy was young and not old than I was that he that than what actually happened. Right. Like I like that dude. That dude was like an old, old, uh, old guy who was like, I make the best mochi. My grandkids used to eat my mochi. Blah, 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 blah. Eat my potato mochi. And then, dude. It has the mask on, and I was like, "No, he's like twenty-two, right? He's 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 a great ninja grandmaster." I was like, "What?" Be like, well, you really, really use that moisturizer, huh?" <laughs> he just graduated from Padawan level, like <laughs> he just barely escaped uh, 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 Anakin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, I can go on forever. Matt, uh, what have you done? Obviously, you've completed the main story. Mm-hmm. Made. You got the credits. Congratulations! How far is your Pokedex? Uh, what's your next step doing? Like, where are you at? Um. Uh. So one, I'm really excited for some of the stuff that they announced at uh the Pokemon Day, which we'll talk a little bit later because it will help me in completing the Pokedex with the way mass mass outbreaks are going to happen now. Um. And I think I'm at one eighty. In my Pokedex, Ooh, okay. so I'm like I'm getting there. I'm getting there, and I think a lot of them are still like I'm at like a rank three or four for a lot of the Pokemon that are in there. So it's going to be a lot of like heavy grinding of catching, releasing, catching, releasing, and stuff like that. Uh, so I played, I played not a lot of much, but a lot of different things. Uh, as my mom used to tell me, it's better to know a little about a lot than a lot about a little. Well, mm. fuck back there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, played some Grand Theft Auto Five with a buddy of mine online. Um, I hate that game. It, it's it, I hate that game. I don't understand how people play that, especially online. It's not really that. Uh, the only reason I play it is because it's the only game that he plays online. Uh, so it, it kind of lets me bond with an old friend from my childhood. <clears throat> so game's trash. It's fun blowing stuff up. I can't run over people in the real world. So I guess I'll take that. Um, I played about two hours of Horizon. Mm-hmm. Damn, that game is pretty. Like, oh, Malanta. That game is real, real pretty. Um, fun. I had I had my little quips about it. Uh, a zero out of ten. There's nothing hidden behind waterfalls. Uh, like, <sighs> why? It, why put waterfalls in? Just wait, Greg. You you have an entire rest of the map to get to, and Look, there are there was things like we'll find in little hidey holes that you're like, oh wow. Trust me. There were like 45 waterfalls on the entry level. Nothing hit him behind those waterfalls. It is training me to not look behind waterfalls. Zero out of ten. Um, the other little funny quip I had about it was like, in one of the really early areas, it's like, oh, you got the supplies. You need to make arrows so you can take out the bad guys. 
Meanwhile, your avatar, your actual character physical appearance, has an entire quiver full of arrows on their right leg. But it's cool. I don't have any to shoot. There's there for decoration. <laughs> so it, it's I'm making fun of it. It's a from what I've little I've played. It's a great game. I can't recommend it because I haven't played enough. But I'm sure it's great. I'm sure the reviews say it's good, so it must be good, right? Um, so I played that, and then yeah, I jumped back into Pokemon for the first time this morning. Just so I can start doing the mass outbreak stuff, um, and got real, real pissed off. Matt, I walked up to I walked to school uphill both ways don't, in the snow with no shoes. Don't say that. Don't say that, that is that is what it feels like because you know how many mass outbreak Bonsleys there were. Zero. When I was playing the game before, but now that I don't need to catch it, there was three. Three of them on like the first oh, map. Oh gosh. I spent hours hunting that damn Pokemon. And it was just like, yo, here I am. Me and my friends, who the What up, cuz? Mm-hmm. Like, no. So no. I two things. One, I found a mass break a mass outbreak of Hapini uh at one point, which was n- nice because like now I've completed like 85% of the requirements for it. And I finally found a Rotom, which has been eluding me for the longest time. Wow, really? Yeah. I got I got Alpha Rotoms. I got Rotom Rotoms. I got all the Rotoms. I don't Can we trade in this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, do you know where to catch Rotoms normally? No, I was going through the Cornet Highlands, and then it was just like it was. It was right next to where the uh, uh, the where you start to see like the electrodes, not near where the Lord of that land is. In that, it's area. right there next to uh, Lord Electrode. I think you fight right, fight right there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's the, the base you sleep at, and then there's like that little area, the round yeah, area, the ruins area. If you go towards the ruins. Um, where all the shinks and stuff are, yeah, he'll pop up right there in that entire path. He anywhere in that area. Ooh, yep. So all you gotta do is just you jump into there, search for him real quick. He's not there. Go back to home base, Jubilife City or whatever. Come back, rinse, repeat over and over again. Mm. Get you some Alpha Rotom, so you can have an Alpha dishwasher. Because <laughs> I tell you what, all those potato um, mochi. All the potato mochi. So, uh, no, it's... uh, I I like what they did. Um, I I still think there are things that Pokemon needs to do in Arceus to make it more user-friendly. A mini-map would be really effing helpful. Mm. Um, I'm going to say it again. This is a game that needs an app companion to this because going through that Pokedex to figure out what the hell you need to finish... To, for these different Pokemon, like, are you there yet, Matt? Where you're like, I hate the Pokedex. Uh, no. Like, honestly, I'm. I think I'm in one of the few that like I'm okay going back and forth. But I also use that because uh, you know, like how you can lock onto the Pokemon and then you just go ahead and press the down arrow. Like, so clutch. Like, honestly, I'm good with that. Wait, you press the down arrow, and what's it tell you? So no, you hit. So you lock onto it right with uh, uh-huh. ZL. And then you hit uh-huh. the down arrow on your D-pad, uh-huh. and it goes to that Pokemon's Pokedex entry, and you see what uh, what you have left with it. 
It goes right to the Pokedex entry? Yep. Did you not know mm. this? This is like the third thing they told mm. you. Look, I remember them saying, <laughs> hold down the ZL button, and it'll pop, like, it'll pops up on the bottom of the screen, like, have you completed it, or have you not? Like, it tells you down there if you've completed it, but I, like, look, yeah, look. No, no, you press ZL. A button. Press... A button is my best friend. Right. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, I skimmed half that. Boop, done. Yeah, no, you press ZL, you press hmm. the, the down arrow, it pops right into the Pokedex entry. Yeah, I still don't like that, though. <laughs> Well, you like, did the hard uh, way. Like, this is like when Caleb told you you uh, could like you could block in Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's a, uh, it's a lot like when I told you you don't actually have to fight them just to Pokeballs. Right. Um, yeah, that that was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Kind of wanted to go back and play that. Um, no, like I uh, I didn't know that, but a lot of my issue wasn't so much doing that. It was. Okay, so I got Palkia and Dialga. What the hell do I need to do to complete them? I got the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got the anuses, uh, Lanaris, Tornerator, Iteratorus, and Regigigigigus, and all the other Gigiguses. I, but you got to go back in. You got to enter the Pokedex, and that's where it became really annoying. Because mm-hmm. like you, would, okay, which Pokemon do I need? All right, I need this, these to complete it. So you go to your, your box, you pull out your five Pokemon because you have your one strong guy who's just going to smash everything if you need it. And then you're out there and you're having them attack or you're catching them that you need to or yada, 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 whatever you might need to do. I had a notepad at times. Mm. Infuriating. Like it needs to be a little bit smoother, a little more streamlined. Hopefully it'll get better in the next one. But like... I'm curious as to what your mental mental state is in regards to that when you hit like 220. And because have you uh, organized your Pokedex when you look at it? Uh, no, I haven't. So I'm usually because the way that I do it, um, and I only recently started doing this is because if I'm looking for a specific Pokemon, like I was hunting for, uh, I was doing the Bergmite uh, request. Yeah. And so then I just like, like ZL'd or uh, like ZR'd all the way over to like the Alabaster Iceland's one specifically. And then I just like sort through those. And then I just go to the specific ones instead of trying to sift through the entire Pokedex. At least that's so just what if, I've been doing. If you in your Pokedex, your entire Pokedex and hit Y, it'll start uh, rotating through the different organizations that it has. Mm-hmm. And one of them is... Um, Pokemon in your Pokedex from complete from not completed to completed. Oh, that's what it's set to right so now. So like, I think. so yeah. So like, if you've seen it, it's gray. It's a black and white picture. Mm-hmm. If you've caught it but not completed it, it's color picture of the Pokemon, and then you get the Pokeball if you completed it, and it's yeah. all the way down like that. Yeah. So that was clutch because it made it a lot easier. Because um, and my wife showed me this because I don't use those buttons. I just <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> Through the Pokedex, I'm like, oh, that one. Oh, I'm a dumbass. Right. Um, my wife was like, hey, idiot, hit Y. Yeah, that made it a lot easier. Um, but yeah, it was still really infuriating. Curiously, like I said, 220, when you're starting to slim down that Pokedex and you just need to catch like all the legendaries and you're, you've got like your Munchlax and Bonsly that you got to complete. I'm really curious to see what you, where mentally you'll be at with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I was just vamping. I was hoping. I was really <laughs> hoping Caleb would, would grace us with his presence for the episode, um, but he is not going to. So, 
I'm doing pretty work for him. Uh, let's talk about what games you can get free next month if you pay for a subscription service. So, for the month of March, starting, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah? Mm-hmm. March 1st. Yeah, 3-1. One, one. Look at that go. Uh, for PlayStation 5 owners with PlayStation Plus, you can get Ghost Runner. Uh, on PS4 uh, and 5, you can get Ark Survival Evolved. And Team Sonic Racing, both, I think, great games. Uh, Ash, I think, could speak to Ark Survival Evolved much more than I can. Yeah. It's, great, Ash. It's... Thank you for that input. Uh, you can also get Ghost of Tsushima Legends, uh, which is multiplayer add-on content for Ghost of Tsushima. So check it out. All great stuff. Uh, I don't know about Ghost Runner, uh, but it is... A very much so looking like a cyberpunk ish meets Cade. That's right. Cade six. <laughs> that's the more like Mirror's Edge. But he looks like Cade six. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course you can. The, gameplay, you... the, game, the gameplay is more like Mirror's Edge, though. It's it's like the parkour. Mm-hmm. Parkour, run. parkour. Uh, and then over on the green machine, uh, from March 1st to March 31st, you can get the Flame and the Flood. Uh, this game is looking like some uh, bootleg Dungeons & Dragons style of Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Uh, and then if you really like soccer, you can get Street Power Soccer, because you have no power in the streets when you play soccer, unless it's FIFA Street. And then, of course, you have Sacred 2, uh, March 1st to March 15th. It, uh, uh, it looks like some massive alien army game fighting each other. That's on 360. And then uh, if you really want to punish yourself, you can play uh, SpongeBob Truth or Square from March 16th to March 31st. I tried really hard to like personify that Caleb mentality. I just can't do it. It's uh, it is definitely a mindset that you establish after years of trauma. Uh, yeah, I so. guess so. I'm sorry, Caleb. I didn't realize what all you've gone through. Damage. Exactly. Exactly. Nailed it. <laughs> Much better input than your yeah. I appreciate that, Ash. <laughs> you didn't even. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Look, oh, oh, when you say, I bet somebody, I bet you could talk about this better than I can, and the first word you say is, yeah, long pause, that's what you left me with. Okay. Like, I'm taking it. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about video game stuff. We, we mentioned some a little bit what we're going to talk about, but I want to talk about that later. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about something really awesome and really effing weird. Anthony Mackie joins Twisted Metal series in the lead role coming to Peacock. So this is going to be your Peacock streaming series. Uh, I, I don't... He's going to star in the live action adaptation of Twisted Metal, playing the amnesiac John Doe. Who is that? I'm really curious now. Do you guys have any I, thoughts on this? I'm... Never mind. I was gonna make a smart ass remark, but <laughs> do it, do it. No, I was. You're gonna be like, "Who's John Doe?" I was like, "That's the entire point. No one knows who the I, John I know Doe the is." Point. He's. 
Um, I mean, uh, I'm all for getting the bag. I mean, here, okay. Here's the thing, though. That character is in Twisted Metal Black and Twisted Metal Lost. And Why? I I don't I know. Don't, he's the drive. Like I, it's not even like a good character. Again, I mean, <clears throat> people will. I I don't know. I don't know. Like anything, any sort of video game adaptation will always be weird. We just kind of got to let them figure it out. I mean, uh, did any of you guys go watch Uncharted? No. Okay. I haven't watched it either. I actually have a slight interest in going to see it. Um, I mean, that seems to have done okay as far as video game movies go. Uh, so I I don't know. I Some people will love it. Some people will swear by it. Other people will hate it. I'm in neither of those camps, so I'm just going to let them be and just do whatever they want. Look, look, here's the story behind John Doe. There's so many problems with why we're doing this character. <clears throat> John Doe was once in a gang of look-alike thugs, low-life nobodies that got by with random beatings and robbery. Mm, okay. Okay. Kay. Yep. So, yep. 2022, yep. black man in a gang. Black, okay. Black history Stereotypical month. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, still February. Uh, next sentence. That was the first sentence, by the way. Uh, determined to become a well-known, to become well-known, the gang devised a plan: detonate a powerful bomb in the Midtown Center for Disease Control building. Mm. All right, guys. Oh, for two right now on the mm. character's description. Two sentences mm. in. Uh, potentially spreading numerous diseases around the world. However, something happened to John. Would and he was sent to Blackfield Asylum afterwards. For a length of time, John and the doctors of the asylum were at a loss. No one could figure out who he was. One day, John got a visitor, a man going by the name of Calypso, who, by the way, is technically the main character of Twisted Metal. Uh, Make shot an offer, key contest, yada, yada, yada. The rest is just Twisted Metal story. So, like... Really? Yeah, that's uh, not looking good. <laughs> Again, sometimes it's it's like a it's from what people have described to me, kind of like a method for raising kids. Sometimes you just got to let them figure it out. <laughs> like like some things will just end badly and they just they just they just need to know. Yeah, yes, but like. I'm not trying to be the one who's like, oh, woke white dude here. Look at me. Ha, 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 ha. But, like, come on now. Yeah. Even if you skip the first sentence where it's pretty much a black man being in a gang and, and the story you're trying to portray, you're now trying – the CDC, we don't have enough issues right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know you can deviate from the story, but if you deviate from that story, is it really still John Joe's story? And that's the main character? Mm. So many characters you play through in Twisted Metal, and that's the one you want. You, you chose Roadkill. Whatever. Get out of here with that stuff. It is what it is. Not even on the, he's not even on the cover of a game. <clears throat> Main character. <laughs> what do you? All right, Ash. You want to talk about some free games, demos, free trials? Yeah. 
So I was actually browsing through uh, PlayStation's games uh, download, and I came across something that was rather interesting. So previously, most of the free games that were listed uh, were either through PlayStation Plus or they were just little mini indie games. Most of them some sort of platformer or 8-bit or some sort of like really cheesy MMO. However, I recently discovered, now granted I may be late to the game, I don't know how, this is, how long this has been going on because I haven't really kept up with anything like that because it's been a while. But there are... Free trials for a lot of major games out right now. So uh, if you ever want to try The Evil Within, you ever want to try any of the Uncharted games, if you ever want to try Metro Redo, or any of those types of games, they have free trials that are literally the full game download that you can play for X amount of time. And if you decide to buy that game, the data that you you know save does transfer over. So you don't have to start from cra- from scratch, which I thought was really cool. And the way I found this out was because I have a hard copy of Mass Effect, but I downloaded the Mass Effect that they have offered. And the game data that I started also came over to the game data that I had on the disc version, which I thought was pretty pretty dope. So if you're interested in trying things without fully having to buy them, there's a bunch of stuff that's on there right now so if you've been bored and really don't know what to play and you don't have quite enough money to buy the newest thing that's out or maybe the newest thing that you want to play isn't yet god of war if we're ever going to get an actual release date um that's definitely something i would definitely look into just for the simple fact that it's going to give you a broader spectrum of new stuff even though it's not new in the essence of just coming out mm. So Ash, uh, I got a, I got a question for you. Um, What's up? Did or did they do something similar with the? And maybe we talked about. I think we talked about this a little bit with the cyberpunk next gen upgrade. Kind of like a try I, it, try it out, and then if you want to buy it, you can continue. I don't think we talked about it on podcast, but I do think we talked about it in chat. At some point. Mm-hmm. And for, for those... I know we talked about... Go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying, for those of you that aren't aware, like uh, Cyberpunk uh, got some new life injected into it and they released an update for next gen. Uh, it would have been two weeks ago at this point um, where you were able to play up to six hours of the game or something like that uh, for free. And then uh, you could create your save file. And then if you want to just go all in and you loved it, you could buy the game and pick up from where you left off. Yeah. Cause like, I know we talked about the update, um, but we didn't go in depth to like the fact that it was like kind of like a free trial aspect. I think mm-hmm. that's probably what it was. Cause I remember talking about it on the podcast, but I remember talking about it more in depth in chat. Yeah, no, but that, that's really cool. And I think again, we we've talked about it, uh, even from like a demo perspective, a lot of times like people when there are so many good games that are coming out, especially over the past couple of years, like we've kind of been spoiled. Uh, it's hard to like pick and choose what you want to do or even have like the resources to dip into it. So it gives us kind of like the try it before you buy it that we've all been missing. 
And I mean, <clears throat> at the same time, yeah. if you're already paying for the for because uh, it's through PlayStation, just PlayStation Network, right? Yeah, just through PlayStation Network. Um, but like for even for some of the so for like Life is Strange, like the first one, um, it gives you the entire first episode. Same thing with Resident Evil Two. So like those are both like really critically acclaimed game that words critically acclaimed games, um, especially with Life is Strange and how much of a hit it's been in the you know story based choose your own adventure type of of game uh, community. Um, so for somebody who's never touched a Life is Strange game before, doesn't really want to buy it, having like the first episode essentially is like a, a really big game changer in the aspect of playstation bringing more people in to purchase digitally which mm. brings us to where is playstation going from the digital aspect you know like mm. how is this gonna, how are they going to incorporate this into um anything further like for example with xbox live and and how they're doing their stuff uh is this going to be essentially like a tester on how this would work or you know there's so many avenues that this could go through yeah and i think it uh actually brings up just like as you're talking about that interesting like especially with some of the acquisitions that have been happening uh from from both sides of uh the video game uh wall uh what what does that mean for exclusive content what does that mean for for games that just need a little bit of help like getting the push and resources that they need to become the best versions of themselves. Um, so I'm really, I'm really interested to see how that foray, 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 uh, begins to unravel. Well, the foray is in front of your door, like the entry area. Uh, PlayStation Plus overhaul includes three tiers. Premium price, focus on classic games. This coming from Ewan Moore over there at gamingbible.co.uk. Uh, quoting Jeff Grubb from Giant Bomb, there's going to be three different tiers of the PlayStation Plus, apparently, that's going to combat Xbox Gold Live Plus Pass. Xbox Game Pass. Uh, tier 1 is going to be called Your Essentials, which is going to be about 10 bucks a month. Extra is going to be 13 bucks a month. And Premium, 16 bucks a month. Both the pricing and names could be a placeholder, Grubb stresses. Well, no... FNS. Keeping it clean for the kids. Because <laughs> if I got a, if I, if, look, extra. You, you gonna try and be extra when there's premium? Uh, so apparently, according to Grub, premium is a little bit like EA Play in that you get full game trials for first party releases. See how I'm tying this in, Ash? Pick it up yeah. real quick. Uh, subscribers to the highest tier will also get, quote, classic games and streaming. Uh, Grub explained, I don't know what classic games means, but I do know that it's a major part of premium tier. So you have game trials, classic games, and streaming on this premium tier. So essentially, I'm thinking like eShops or Nintendo's uh, Super Nintendo SNES 64 stuff. Mm. So I'm thinking. Uh, excuse me, for the extra tier, you get a downloadable game catalog. Anything on PS Now that was downloadable seems like it would be in here. 
Grub continued, uh, this library is to include 250 to 300 games, something like that. You don't get cloud streaming, but you do get 300 games you can download. Okay. Uh, finally, the essential tier is basically PlayStation Plus. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. At, what, was the additional, what was the additional charge for that premium? Uh, so premium is $6 extra a month. Mm. Whereas extra is three dollars extra a month. Mm. So six dollars extra a month for essentially a carbon copy of PlayStation Plus. Uh, I, I wouldn't say carbon no. copy, but similar. Uh, no, your essential level is just PlayStation Plus. Okay, your your regular ten bucks a month. That is the exact price it is now. Nothing has changed. Okay. Your extra level is PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, as it is okay. right now. Okay. Okay. Which is an extra three dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, your premium level, from what we can comprehend from this awesome descriptive use of words that Jeff Grubb used on here, uh, he knows stuff, but he doesn't share stuff very clearly by the words he's using. Um, is an extra six dollars a month. So you get PlayStation Plus, you get PlayStation Now, and then you get all the classic games that he doesn't know what classic games means, but he's going to say classic game. Thanks a lot. Mm. I wonder if that means that all of the uh, digital versions of like PS1, PS2 games that are on the PlayStation Store already would then become free for those premium members. <sighs> First party, uh, I bet you can see it. Uh, but for things that are not first party... Good effing luck. I don't know. You were just talking about it, and it made me think of these tiers, and we weren't talking about We didn't say a damn thing about that for the podcast, so use my expertise in Google to find it. <laughs> uh, I mean, here. so here are my thoughts on that. Because I did for a time was, I'm going to say, swindled into paying for PlayStation Now. Um, more of like, I got a free trial and I was playing Sly Cooper and I forgot about it. <laughs> and so, and the thing is like, everything in PlayStation Now, unless it's getting like, uh, it sounds like there will be a drastic overhaul of like the content that'll be in PlayStation Now. I Legitimately, I don't know if it's worth it. Like, I'm fortunate. I'm real lucky. Mm. I don't think I've paid for PlayStation Plus in a year or in 10 years. Mm. Don't think I've paid for it at all. It's been great. Love it. Mm. Best service ever. And then I was recently gifted a free year of PlayStation Now. I don't know what it did. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to use it. I haven't touched it, mm-hmm. but I redeemed it. It's on my account. So do I just have to pay an extra three bucks a month to get the, the premium tier? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to find out one day. One day. (laughs) I don't know. It's all like. It's great. I love that they're competing or trying to compete with Xbox Game Pass. However. When you try to convolute something. You really convolute something. Mm -hmm. And this is just effed. To all hell. <clears throat> I cannot describe to you how infuriating it was 
to have on the wall at a store where you stop at to buy games. PlayStation currency cards with PlayStation Plus cards below it and PlayStation Now cards below that. Mm-hmm. And you have mom, grandma, dad, uncle, auntie, brother, little sister, the gamer themselves come in to buy a PlayStation card. That is all that is stated. A PlayStation card. Do you want to play games like a streaming service for Netflix? Do you want to play games online? Or do you want to buy things? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. where I think this is going to run into most troubles is it's it's marketing. Because oh, yeah. there is no clear way to market it. Yep. Whereas Xbox, Xbox cards, they can be kind of confusing a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have your flat dollar cards, which are your gift cards to buy stuff on the store. You have your cards that end in 99 cents that are green. Let's say gold across the front or live across the front. That's to play online. And then you have the Xbox Game Pass cards, which are great. Mm-hmm. Now, what's great about that is two-thirds of the time, you're always right. Can't mess up because if you buy Ultimate Game Pass, you meant to buy gold. Cool. You now have online plus Ultimate Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But, but PlayStation's not that clear and it's really messed up yeah. and this doesn't seem like it's going to make it so that uh, so hold, okay and, and you do make a good point so let, let's kind of uh uh role play for a little bit we're in the c-suite like war room for playstation we're looking at this we're like six to eight months into once this is live like and we're seeing the numbers and we're seeing it's not looking great here here's what i think is going to happen at some point that if they really want to stick to their guns, they're just going to have to scrap it and rebrand the entire thing. Like that's what I think will probably happen. Uh, because like, if I'm not mistaken, like PlayStation now, like why is it still around? I don't think it has great numbers. And like, if that's any indication, I think they'll try to stick this out. So my thought is like, they'll just try to rebrand the entire thing. And so make it a bit more cohesive. Cause like, you're right. They do will run into the problem of like, like you're saying for Xbox, you have a two thirds chance of like getting the correct uh, gift card or like gifting someone a subscription. Whereas PlayStation one and three, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I think that if they'll probably try to stick to their guns, so that I'll eventually probably lead to a rebranding of how they present this online PlayStation experience. Um, at least that's just my opinion. Uh, so uh, were you looking at PlayStation Now numbers? Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah. yeah, I already did it. Uh, so PlayStation Now as of... What is this? Hold on, hold on. This was August 19th. This article was published by CNET.com. Uh, where did the number go? Because I was just looking at it. Oh, uh, as of April 2020, there were more than 40 million PS Plus subscribers. PS Plus, PlayStation Plus. Plus. What about now? 2.2 million subscribers. That was 2020. That was April 2020. Ooh, I'm curious to see what it's now. So, like, and and just trying to describe PlayStation now 
to people who don't game is mm-hmm. is rough. Mm-hmm. Like they they need to change up. They need to make it clear and concise. Because if the issue is is I want to know how many of those two point two million subscribers are accidental subscribers. I'm pretty sure I my, in 2020 mine was still active up until about around. I don't even mean active like you signed up accidentally for the free trial and you just forgot to cancel it. I'm talking you went to the store, you bought a card, but you bought Mm -hmm. the wrong card Mm -hmm. and you redeemed it and you didn't find out until after you redeemed that card. And you were like, why can't I get online? How, where's my money at to buy stuff? Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm talking about. So, um, I think this is, has great potential to succeed mm-hmm. and great potential to dive headfirst off the cliff into the rocks below. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Like even from its invention, PlayStation, like specifically PlayStation now, uh, because they tried giving us backwards compatibility to PlayStation three. And then they gave us with the, you're going to need two jobs. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, we're not doing that. And so they kind of like cut it out to make it significantly cheaper. So like, the idea of being able to play old school games is phenomenal because we didn't have backwards compatibility. So that, and like, if, so if they still give us that update the library and just pack, like keep the same tier pricing that they're wanting to go with and just package it everything and like rebrand it to something different. Honestly, they could even just like, Oh, this is like the premier PlayStation plus like tier list. I, I don't, like I think that would benefit them greatly and they could kind of like step away from that stigma. There should be two tiers, PlayStation Plus and like PlayStation Now Plus, Plus Now. Like Now Plus PlayStation. Like however you want to throw those three words together. Mm. Like it needs it needs to be that and you need to I don't know if you've seen in the stores recently, but they have done a pretty good job of rebranding the cards. So the currency cards are blue on bottom, white on across the top. The PlayStation Plus cards, yellow across the top. Mm. I, I think you need to make it something where it's very, very clear and very easy to say, get the yellow card, get the white card, get the all blue card. Mm-hmm. something of that nature so it's clear and easy to, for, for grandma and grandpa because I can't tell you how many times that's been the issue and then you get a pissed off parent because they bought the wrong stuff mm-hmm. well honestly like again if they could just pare it down so they don't have to make that choice I think uh, even like how PlayStation uh, not PlayStation Nintendo is now doing it with their old school games where it's like you either have strictly online or you have online plus all the N64 and the Sega Genesis games. Like let's let's not bring Nintendo into this and talk uh, about how great they are at marketing though. Like no 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 the no, no, new, no don't don't give me the wrong. new 3DS XL. No 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 the I'm not saying they're great. Mario Bros. But like if Nintendo can do that, <laughs> if Nintendo can, then PlayStation should be able to easily. That's all I'm saying. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Sorry, Ash. I didn't mean to derail your segment or and, no, and take it away good. from you. I appreciate your insight, though. It just, it just, like I said, it's it sparked that that thought, and I hadn't looked at it because I didn't want to believe it was all real. Because 
as we found out when I talked about the leaked Nintendo Direct, those leaks aren't always real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still not waiting for GTA 5 Premium on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's, before we get into our big talk, our last topic, let's talk about uh, our penultimate topic here. Talk about the VR headset for PS5. Uh, so we are going to talk about this last week, but we ran really long last week with the, doc- the doctor. Was he on last week? No. Or was it just three of us? Like the entire... <laughs> Time is a flat circle. It is. Oh, that's right. We, were, we talked about that Nintendo Direct last week. Mm-hmm. No, that was with the doctor. No, last week we talked about RCS and stuff. Okay, I'll take your word for it. If you don't have the minutes, it didn't happen, though. Uh, so PlayStation blog, <laughs> PlayStation blog uh, revealed and showed off the new PSVR two. And Ash, I'm sorry, I'm gonna do it to you, but I have to do it to you because I because I just have to point out that I was right. Did you see what they have on the on the headset? That's a wire, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you, Why Ash. Why you have Say what? It's why we can't have nice things. I know it's my fault. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's it's cool design. Uh, much simpler looking to hook up to your PlayStation than the PSVR was, uh, which I actually just recently got rid of after not using it for like two and a half, three years. Um, I love the controllers. Ash. You mm-hmm. seemed like you're most hyped to talk about this a couple weeks when we talked about it. Do you want to? Do you want to go ahead and, and tell me what you think? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Um, even if it's not wireless, like I was hoping it was going to be, and you know, to really combat Facebook's Meta Quest or whatever the hell they're calling mm-hmm. it now. Um, but talk I about like branding it. issues. but i like the i definitely like the controllers for the simple fact that uh just just watching my steps on play the oculus um and whacking walls i feel like it's just the right angle is gonna snap that little bitty controller whereas with the playstation one because it's got that larger piece over it it looks like it's gonna be a little bit more durable and it'll also protect the hand a little bit better, just in case you do whack things, because it's inevitable. Everybody. All right, you know. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to take this the wrong way. What's Have up? You thought about putting a little one in a padded room. Woof. <laughs> 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 it doesn't. It doesn't happen often, but he gets to playing. Uh, I forget what the game is called, but it's sort of like paintball whatever game on the vr and, yeah and he, on the he, oculus he, vr or playstation vr the oculus is he playing gorilla tag i don't know honestly my, my plum plays a hell of a lot of gorilla tag is why i'm asking but that and uh beat saber Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. he kind of just goes nuts with Beat Saber, which is fine because he's getting up and he's moving and, and he's, you know, getting his little heart rate up and cardio and whatever. But um, the, the living room isn't, you know, a football field. So, yeah, 100%. 100% agree. Um, I, lo- I love the controller design. 
think what I love most about it, though, is they are actually bringing the haptic feedback in from the PSVI PlayStation 5 DualSense controllers. So the mm-hmm. triggers will have that same haptic feedback feel and all the other cool pop words they use to describe it, um, which is I'm really intrigued about. Uh, the headset looks way more comfortable um, than even the Oculus headset. Look at all the padding. Do you see all the padding on that headset? Whew. Whew. Um, they they did little things like they did put in the the textures. Have just like on the PlayStation stuff, they have all the, the shapes. Um, no camera required. I feel like I, I saw your segment again. No, you're good. Okay. No you're camera required. Reading, so. <laughs> I'm not reading anything. I'm just speaking. Uh, it's going to have uh, tracking just like the Oculus does or the MetaQuest Verse 2 NFT. Um, so, like, it's got the little itty bitty cameras and the, and, the, and, and the headset itself for tracking purposes. Uh, it It looks way more user friendly. But we all know the most important thing to consoles, especially with core, quote-unquote, core gamers like PlayStation and Xbox, is games. Or experience. Like, you have to have top-tier games experience for this. Are they going to execute that better on this one than they did PlayStation VR? Well, hopefully. I think, honestly, that we'll get a lot better games like game library just for the simple fact that they now kind of have a model to go off of not just from the PlayStation VR itself but the advancements with the Quest, the Rift, uh, you know, all of the different versions of VR that are currently out and the way that the consumer is interacting with them. So the design itself overall does in a way mimic the Quest um, which I like for the simple fact that it is a lot more user-friendly than the weird baton-looking things that we had for the original VR um, with the little ball that you would whack yourself in the face with every now and then. Um, yeah. So I feel like because they kind of have this, okay, well, they're doing this and this is working. They're doing that and this is working and this is what we did that was working. And they kind of just combined it all together, which I think is really cool. Um, and hopefully that being said, uh, we're going to get a whole lot more, uh, when it comes to the depth of the system itself, especially with the capabilities that the PS5 has, um, you know, just to kind of see what this is going to be able to do, uh, how smooth it's going to run in the long run. Um, so it, it should be pretty interesting, even if we don't have the mass, the massive library that, uh, current VR systems have outside of PlayStation, I mean, could you imagine playing Phasmophobia or something similar on PlayStation VR headset 2? Um, Ash, I never thought about playing something like Phasmophobia on a VR headset, mm-hmm. and I never will think about playing something like Phasmophobia on Facts. a VR headset. Mm. <laughs> I still believe that if you're going to buy Resident Evil for the VR, it should come with a package of diapers. <laughs> just saying and if not you're a sick human uh, yeah I mean 
I'm intrigued. I <laughs> Price is going to be a huge thing with this, especially as we're still having issues getting PS5s in the market. Like, <sighs> PlayStation VR originally launched in 2017. Something like that, yeah. No, 2016. No, it wasn't 2016 because uh, it was when I made ASL with you, which was 2017. Had to be because holiday 2016, 17, I was not at that store anymore. When did PSVR launch? God, I love being right. October 13th, 2016. <sighs> Ash, you're giving me two for two. You're really pumping on my ego today. Um. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it came out in 2016. That was three years after the launch of PS4. This launched the same year as the PlayStation Pro. Yes, almost certain. I'm going to have to look that up, too. Um, PS Pro launch. Almost certain. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it came out a month before the Pro, same time as the Slim. Like, it all it all just launched together. Um so, like, it it was already a well-established console. Now, yes, PlayStation 5 is fairly well-established in, like, 20 million, 25, probably pushing 30 million homes now. Um, and by the end of the year, I'm guessing they're shooting for, like, 45, 50 million people. That's probably too high of a number, 35. Uh, but, like, still, that's not nearly what the PlayStation 4 was at that point in time it's also a lot harder to get a ps5 than it is a 4 so with all of that being said is this really going to sell that well or are they just trying to get it out early so that, that way it's always out in the market and when ps5s do become available you can try and hit them with a thousand dollar ticket mm-hmm. well because when the vr originally launched wasn't it like 199 and some change, or was no. I can't remember. That sucker was two ninety nine. Two ninety nine increased it by fifty bucks. Through, yeah, they. Uh, I think you get like just the headset itself if you already had the camera for two hundred bucks. Um, but that that didn't sell because nobody had the camera for it. It was it was it was dumb. Let me see here. Let me see here. But yeah, go ahead, Ash. You have the two ninety nine bundle that had the camera. The controllers, the headset, and like a couple of games, and then they had the one ninety nine one, which was just the ham, the headset, and the camera, or the and the controllers, one of the two. PlayStation blog, I was way off. Lost at four hundred bucks. Mm. You said four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. And I'm pretty sure it was just the headset and the camera at that time. That's all that came in the box was a headset and the camera. I feel like that price dropped really quickly, though. It did. It dropped real quick. And then they were like, it dropped down to 300 bucks, I think. And they added $50 to it and threw in the wants, which were $100 separately. That, that's, that's what really got people was like, they didn't have the wands packed in with them. They didn't sell them at first at launch. And it, when you could find them, they were 100 bucks for a set. Most people were buying them pre-owned at GameStop because they were like 40. Right before this came out, they were like, because it was the same ones from PS3, 
they were like, like mm-hmm. bucks each. And you could find them in an abundance at every GameStop. And as soon as GameStop realized that they were selling out of them, they jacked up the prices to 45 bucks a lot. Yeah. So, like, again, I don't think this is something we're going to get sales reports on. I don't think it's something they're going to brag about. I Not not initially. Once they hit milestone numbers, we'll probably hear about it. But I don't think it's going to be like PlayStation 5 where every quarter you're like, holy crap, they sold how many million units? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Now, our final topic. We're going to talk about the Pokemon Direct. When I say we're going to talk about the Pokemon Direct, we're going to talk about the only thing that matters from that Pokemon Direct. Well, two things, I guess. There's two things. Um, RCS update. I care about Diamond and Pearl. I care about Diamond and Pearl. But the Diamond and Pearl thing, they... they Okay. <laughs> Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl trainers will be able to add Shaman to their party. Covered it. I mean... We also got to talk about Unite because I feel like a fair amount of people play Unite. Unite's actually fun. I like I like the the Pokemon MOBA. It's 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 fun. And I w- I will say I will say Don't we talked because we talked about this Don't last week or two weeks ago. Don't do it. I have not touched Pokemon Masters EX in a year and a half. I Don't seriously considered redownloading it after watching the present. I updated it. I got that far. Um, uh, okay, so Pokemon. So, uh, seriously though, Diamond and Pearl, you can get Shaman in your party. You have to get Oak's mystery, mystery gift and then go visit him on 224, Route 224, and ta da. Um, and then they also added last week Coliseum battles or something like that in a patch update. I don't know. Mm. Cool. Um, <laughs> Uh, Hoopa is playable in Unite, and if you execute all of Hoopa's tasks you have to do for Unite, you actually get him as a licensed character to play as. Mm-hmm. And I think cool. they also said that they're for uh, um, they're for, for a certain run. I forget what days they were. You can also play with certain uh, cards that you could end up getting for free or like paying like minimal for. I believe. Or maybe I might be thinking Pokemon Masters. I'm, I think I'm mixing them up. Carry on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Masters has celebrated its two and a half year anniversary, which I didn't know we were celebrating that anymore. Um, just so you all know, my 35th and a half year birthday is coming up. Um, in celebration of Pokemon Day and it being two and a half years since Pokemon Masters X released or EX, uh, players can earn 3,000 gems and scout 10 sync pairs each day for 10 days for free. Okay. Uh, okay. The, the really important stuff from this, because let's be honest. Uh, th- th- this was only a 15-minute direct. It was really cute and cool, mm-hmm. uh, but it was boring as hell for the first half of it. Pokemon Legends Arceus Daybreak update arrives yesterday. So it's out now. Um, This is version 1.1. This is what Matt and I were talking about with the mass outbreak. Um, If you have not done so yet, go to your, what do they call it? The mystery gift section where you redeem code Arceus Adventure. That is your redeem code. 
uh, Ash, add that to your other codes that I gave you earlier today. Uh, that will give you 30 Ultra Balls, 30 Gigaton Balls, and 30 Jet Balls when you redeem that. It is absolutely clutch that you get this because those Pokeballs will last you all of about 45 seconds once you get on Well, if you music. play like Greg. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I, so I, I, okay, I'll get into it. I'll explain it here in a second. So anyway, mass outbreaks, tons of fun, um, makes it so more Pokemon pop up. But let me let, look. I actually used a smoke ball today. All right, uh-huh. I went out to one of these mass outbreaks. I dropped a smoke ball in the middle of it, and then walked out of the smoke ball and was just sap, 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 and sniping these Pokemon, just absolutely murking them out of nowhere. They didn't even see what was coming. It was great. Probably blew through like ten Pokeballs, but I caught all of the Pokemon. And if they didn't stick the first time, the second Pokeball worked. It was great. It was it was so enjoyable. Just listen to the bing, 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 or whatever the stupid noise is every time you catch it. <laughs> really good. Love it. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, that's out now. Anything about those items you want to talk about? Um, not necessarily those, but a reminder, your local GameStop does have codes for... Uh, Hisuian Growlithe, so make sure to stop by there and uh, buy some games. Tip your local GameStop worker because they're underappreciated. Facts. Facts. Whoa, Whoa. facts! Ash, come on in here swinging! (laughs) Um, Most importantly of this direct was the one more thing. We all knew it was coming. It wasn't a matter if, but when. Can, Can I say something real quick before we actually get into this? Everything about this, because we had talked about it, and I'm watching this as it's happening, and I was like, and I and I thought to myself, oh shit, they're finally giving us Detective Pikachu. <laughs> that was my first thought. What and- what had what had me about this is like so before the week started, you shared a picture with us from Twitter of everything they plan to do throughout the week, every day's announcement. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the horribleness that Big P is doing over there um, or what, but like it, <laughs> we got Monday's announcement. Masters X. I think we talked about it on the podcast last week. Yep. We got Tuesday's announcement, which was the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl update. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or no. Sword and Shield update? Uh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was think, some update yeah, yeah. that definitely correlated to the picture. It was it was on track. It was working its way through, right? Yeah. It was yeah. making sense. Yeah. And then like Wednesday was supposed to be uh I think it was either Cafe Unite remakes or, or something Cafe. like that. Yeah, yeah. The next day was was supposed to be the other one of the two of them. Friday was the album release, which yeah. your boy picked up. Yeah. Your boy super excited. Saturday was supposed to be Pokemon Go. But after Wednesday they went radio silent, or maybe it was Tuesday. They just mm. ghosted everybody, and all they said was, "There's a direct on Pokemon Day." That's the last piece of information we got. I think, I think even on Thursday, like, it, so they went radio silent, and then on Thursday they're just like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're doing a Pokemon presents on Pokemon Day," and then every I was just like, "Oh okay," <laughs> and then but, and then on the Pokemon direct it was like they recapped Monday's announcement. They recapped Tuesday's announcement. They recapped Wednesday's announcement. And then I was like, hold up. What are they doing here? 
Mm-hmm. Wait, where are we going? And the Pokemon Go thing was like, oh, yay, Alola forms. Yeah, I heard that track. Right. Who cares? Um, and then they they hit the rest of it up. But it was it was really, really weird week that they preceded it all with we're going to announce these every day. And they, they, like, pulled an us, and they only did half of it, and, like, they forgot. They fell asleep at the wheel. Too much cocaine. There was way too much partying happening. happening. And then they were like, oh, yeah, the direct. <laughs> Nailed it. Good job, guys. Y'all hiring? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we know four people. <laughs> I might know five, even. <laughs> hey, it's a whole team. Um but of course, the one thing afterwards, Ash, did you watch the video? Yes. Yes, Matt, you watched the video. Oh, of course. Let's let's go. This okay. All right. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet confirmed to be released later this year, late uh, 2022, which we all know is the Friday before Black Friday in November, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. It's a given. Never fails. Never fails. Which actually, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Put it out here in the wild now. November. It's one, two, three. So the 18th. November 18th. That's my release day. All Might right. be the 11th. Probably not. It's going to be the 18th. Ah. So they showed off Pokemons, right? They showed you this cool little picture. This scant little seaside town. Calm windmills, all beautiful grass, winds blowing, and they just continued to run through this and show Encanto's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, Encanto vibes, right? Yep. And and then they showed this weird, like rock-like Pokemon walking on these two really big legs. Intrigued. It's like some sort of like rune rune style Pokemon. Kind of like how um when we got the announcement way back when for like the uh Sun and Moon not the Sun and Moon game, but the Sun and Moon Pokemon. Uh I can't remember their names. Soul Rock and what was the other one? Yeah, I know we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, play that so game like enough to care. Where they're, they're they're technically like the ancient style Pokemon or whatever. I feel like this is going to be another one of those where it's going to have some sort of like rock psychic abilities. I don't know. It might. I can see it now that you're talking about like the psychic abilities that's holding it all together. Right. I can see that. I was just, I just looked at her face value. I was like, oh, cool. This thing has leggings with the, the knots tied up the front. The bows. <laughs> really it's what it looks like. Look, you think I'm wrong? It's what it looks like. Look at it again. Uh, they also showed off um, what is that movie? Uh, Rapunzel's Main Square. You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? I thought it looked more like Mario Sunshine. I can I can see it, but I was getting like Rapunzel vibes when she goes to the village to town for the first time, where she was stolen from, mm-hmm. and the there was that circle in the middle of the square, uh, and that all, like I I'm pretty I'm pretty sure someone saw the blueprint for Mario Sunshine and they're like we like that copy paste copy paste <laughs> it's and like it has yeah has all the different elements around it yep it's I so. At this point, my initial thoughts on on this, 
cool. Like, obviously, Pokemon fans have been rumoring about Gen 9 for ever since Sword and Shield came out, right? Um, and this is fantastic. It also feels very weird uh, for a number of reasons. Like, one, we just got Arceus, right? And even, Greg, you were talking about this felt like a mainline Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting Gen 9 later in 2022. So essentially, like, Arceus has, like, zero time to breathe, like, as a game. Like, it has a little time to breathe. <sighs> I, I think it works out best for Arceus. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is because Arceus doesn't have any sort of, like, actual true competitive mode to it, right? Yeah. Like, there's no... There's no competition. They're, they're not going to build anything around this like they did Pokemon Sun and Sword and Shield, where they actually have legit Pokemon tournaments using those those games. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm looking at Arceus, Arceus, however you want to pronounce it, however it is pronounced, like a blueprint of what this is. Mm-hmm. This game is supposed to be uh, open, seamless open world. Mm-hmm. So there's no going back and forth to the village to explore a new area. You're just there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it gives me. I can't tell because I'm not educated enough in that part of the world. Based off the names and based off the way it looks, it looks either Spanish or Italian, and I know my ignorance is showing because I'm like, oh, that's two completely so, separate cultures. Yeah, someone was saying it looked uh, uh, more more. I've heard more Spanish or South American honestly, is what people have been saying, at least that I've seen. I could yeah. see it being more like Spaniard in a way, just for the yes. simple fact that... So here, here's my theory as to why. So with the Encanto, right, just exploded. Everybody loves this movie, especially the kids. The songs are stuck in your head. But then you also had Coco, Right. So those kids that grew up with the, those movies are now playing Pokemon games. So I feel like they kind of tried to incorporate a little bit of that to get a lot of those kids that are just really kind of starting to get into mm-hmm. these games and really want something familiar. Um, am I wrong? Probably. This well, is so kind of what I think I mean, about it. I, I don't think Encanto will have anything to do with it. Uh, Coco, yes, because Encanto obviously just came out, so it's not an impact development over the game. Coco, I'll respect you for, though. You do it an old one, so I'll give you that one. I mean, even even just like, we'll get into it, but the names of the starters, like. (laughs) Yes. And (laughs) that's. Coco, something. Springatito, Quaxley. Fue uh, Coco. Yeah, like they, they, they're very, very European, Latin. either Spanish or Italian. And the reason why I say I'm Italian is because Brian, like I was leaning Italian. I was really going Italian. It looks like Mediterranean kind of Italian, mm-hmm. uh, which is all Italian, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but like, but again, I'm an ignorant white dude from America. What the hell do I know? Um, they don't teach us that school, but like even he was like he's an Italian, like an Italian, Italian, and he even referenced Fuecoco and Sprigatito as Italian like names, like those are two Italian bros, I think, or something. Like he tweeted out like it's very, very Italian. So 
we know that Pokemon has done things in the past with, you know, uh, X and Y was, was heavily French inspired. Um, Gala region was very much so British and UK. Uh, and, and we've seen other things like this. Is this going to be the Italian Pokemon? Hmm. I feel like it, the romance languages would be probably a little bit better because it doesn't have specifically and only Italian or only Spanish roots. It kind of has that whole like all squished together kind of vibe in a way. Just for the overall land, the I mean, some of the the structures, for example, like when they did the plaza scene, um, that was like a kind of. I felt like it was kind of a mix between like a plaza, a big you know plaza in Spain as well as Italy, but also like some aspects of like French and and whatnot in in that aspect, mm. uh, especially with the colors and the flags and, and hey. you know. Like, all that other stuff together. So I feel like this is going to be like the romance language Pokemon. You know what I mean? Maybe because uh, all of them leading up to Unova, which I don't, I, I don't know what Pokemon games are what. So please correct me. They were all up until Unova. They were all based off of Japan and different regions of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Unova was, a, was, was a sorry was a sword and, sword and shield was the first one to kind of break out of that where we're really getting more no. like really no yeah because you had uh let's see i'm going on bubblepedia so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking it for fact they're they're using pictures so it must be real <laughs> uh so kanto region has kanto and johto region are part of like mainland japan mm-hmm. where it's uh, here go matt i'll show you this picture it makes it easier to show um but mainland japan uh like the kanto would be the western part of like the southern area of japan johto would be the eastern part no other way around of that mainland japan hoenn would be like the southern tip of Japan, the mm-hmm. Sevi Islands is is like a string of small islands in Japan, and then yeah. Sano region or Diamond and Pearl would be like Fuji, Mount Fuji area, which is is okay. what the yeah, Alabaster yeah. Icelands is based off of is Mount Fuji, right? Right. And then you get Yanova. I don't know what game this is from, um, but Yanova. I I didn't play those, so it makes sense. Yanova is based off of New York City. Which again, like really? if you sh- yes, I can see that. I can see that. There you go. So there's you know that's New York City. Um, you have Kalo- Kalos Islands is metropolitan France. That's X and Y. Mm-hmm. Or not Kalos, Kalos area. Uh, you have Alola, which is Hawaii. You and then you have Gala region, which as you said is the United Kingdom. It's UK. We knew that. So, the reason uh, it says on here it's unknown. What are they saying it looks like? What? The yet unnamed region that will become the base for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is possibly based in Spain due to a building shown in the trailer bearing some resemblance to uh, Sagranda Familia. How did I do on that, Ash? <laughs> I, I can't see what you're reading, so... <laughs> 
so I don't know why you're using core or Phoenix, Arizona. That's that's the picture. So so yes, this is or I guess that's Ore is based in Phoenix. Where's the Ore area? What game is that? Huh. Fiore, which mm-hmm. is another game. Okay, so yeah, so Spain. It's going to be a Spanish game. I buy it. I'm here for it. So, again, cool, great. We've been waiting for this. couple of things, like a couple of thoughts that happened whenever I was watching this. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but when I was watching, I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. But then I was looking. Now, I'm generally someone who is very tries to remain fairly neutral about like the experience like i'm excited about things i want and i want to enjoy things and like people make their own creative decisions uh because some people especially like pokemon fans a part of some fandoms just are too obsessed about some things we're way too spoiled we we get way too much like that we don't deserve uh i i will say looky i don't know what it was but kind of some of the graphics seemed off-putting to me uh watching it i don't know if like i'm alone in that sentiment but i was kind of watching and i was like okay i was like yeah this looks good this looks cool but like something i I don't know if it's just because like i'm used to like what they've been doing or i've just been playing rcs too long but something looked at it and i was like i i don't know did anyone else get that it it just felt off in the sense so i think the reason why it felt off is probably because a lot of the shaders and 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 textures and things weren't fully in that trailer Mm -hmm. and maybe they were if they were then I kind of leave something to be desired, but I feel like what you're saying is it felt like something was just kind of missing, right? Yeah. Just kind of off. Everything. So hopefully, hopefully just from what it looked like, hopefully it's just textures and, you know, color palettes and things like that. Cause it right. all kind of seemed to blend together. Yeah. Um, but we've seen stuff like that before with a lot of like the, hey, look, this is the trailer. Yeah. And then we get the actual game. Oh, my God. You know, well, for example, with The Witcher, Witcher 3, when that first came out, like the trailer for it was like, oh, wow, it's going to look really good. But it also just the, the, the backgrounds and the textures, they all kind of just blended together. And then we get the actual game and then it goes on to win, you know, how many game of the years? So it's hopefully Ash, they Ash. fix it. Ash is right, 100%. I would challenge you to go look at the announcement trailers for uh, Sword and Shield mm-hmm. and the announcement trailers for Arceus. Mm-hmm. And then come back and see if you still feel like there's something off. Because I'm looking at it with that mindset, and I'm like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Because it's giving me vibes of Arceus where I'm going to be like it's it's building off it. I feel like there's great potential where I'm going to be able to hide in the bushes and chuck a pokeball at this stupid monster thing and either catch it or take off and not have to fight it because I mm-hmm. don't want to fight Pokemon anymore ever again except mm-hmm. in like sh- straight battles. No more yeah. wild Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And like I'm aware, like we still have at, at this point nine. What, eight, eight months, nine months. So like they still um, have a good chunk of the year to get their stuff in order and like give us their polished finished game um but like another thing for me at least and maybe this is kind of something they'll hint towards later was a lot of the character design seemed very it almost seemed very 
template. Almost like we will get more of a customizable experience like with Arceus. Um, and they're kind of straying away from these iconic MCs that we have from the Pokemon games. Which I'm here for. Right. I'm tired of having red and blue. You have, if you pick the dude, your girl's your enemy. If you pick the chick, the dude's your enemy. Like, I hate that. You only have one, like, I want a more personalized experience. And I, I really think that's what they're going for. Um, and I think they're keeping the crafting element alive. And the only reason I say that is because that one picture where they show the, I'm guessing the player running into the, to Encanto's house. And I'm going to call it that because all I can think of around the entire house is gardens and bushes and trees and all kinds of different stuff that I feel like could be used to craft your foods for your Pokemon, your Pokeballs, your stuff like that. Now it's entirely possible they're showing this stuff off and it's just a garden because that's the way houses are in Spain yeah. during this era where they all have gardens that live off the land. I'm hoping I'm wrong. that's wrong. Not I'm hoping that's right, but I'm hoping that that's that that the feeling I have is also right because I I want to keep crafting. I don't want to have to buy Pokeballs all the effing time like I'm gonna have to now in Arceus. Mm-hmm. So what I've also been hearing just from people who've watched the direct as well is that this particular uh, set of games is going to be the bridging the gap game between the sword and shield games as well as Arceus. So it's going to have elements of not just one or the other, but both. Um, and it's going to be able to kind of really flesh out the in-between with the two different styles. So Granted, I could be completely wrong, but supposedly, you know, we may see the aspects of Arceus where you can just throw a Pokeball and hide in a bush and so on and so forth. But you could also duke it out the same way you did in um, Sword and Shield. So I feel like if they can combine the two and give us that happy medium, this is potentially one of the biggest Pokemon game launches that we've had in a really long time. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. That's how, and I, like, how much, though, of this Pokemon world do they have to create before they just give us an MMO? Oh, that is a good question. Like, we've, we've got Japan. We've got both U.S. coasts. We have the U.K. We have France. We have Spain. Now, I get it. There's a lot of countries not on there. Mm-hmm. Love to see some Africa on there, too. I understand. That's a whole other continent. We can leave that uh, that white continent, part of that one continent, out. We've already got most of it covered with Asia, but we don't need that white part. Maybe a little, little Middle Eastern kind of vibe here and there, but like, how much more do we need before you're just like, here's an MMO, go catch Pokemons? Uh... I would love Pokemon style Pokemon. That'd be dope. Yeah. Like just the whole world, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'll I, let you ponder that. Yeah, I don't. I, I can also see them kind of being like, like they're just pushing that boundary, but never wanting to cross. Like I can also see them doing that. Like it would be cool. It'd be fantastic. I would love that. But I could also see them being like, well, we'll, we'll push it. Like at some point, was like, is it MMO? Is it not? And then they'll just keep toying with it. Ash. What's up? 
Let them know where they can find us at. <laughs> uh, you can find us on all social media platforms at the TDM Show. Um, the biggest ones, obviously, being pod- the podcasts of Spotify and Apple Music. Yes, and Apple Podcasts. Is- we're on that now. Uh, of course, Instagram, Facebook, the Twitters. Uh, make sure that you turn on those notifications. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe. If you have not done so, go ahead and hit that button now. Please, for the love of all that's holy, share us with your friends. Because if you don't like us that much, I'm sure at least some of them will. Because if you grow, we grow, and I grow. Matt, where can they find you? Guys, you can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Uh, tweet at me specifically because um, I, I'm going to admit, I kind of wasn't digging the starter designs at first, but they are growing on me. And I'm very intrigued who everyone's going to choose. Because right now, Quaxley's looking like a whole bourgeoisie uprising leader. <laughs> Fue Coco for life, my dude. Hey, no, no, don't get me wrong. I probably will still choose Fue Coco. Sprigatito is looking pretty appealing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just curious where this is all going. So tweet at me who you're choosing, what team you're on. Um, and depending on who, we might be facing a revolution together. Fue Coco, all the way. I want the Ash, fat did, alligator. <laughs> did, you, did you tell them where they can find you at, Ash? Uh, you can find me on most and all social medias at uh, ms underscore sparksbanis, uh, streaming on Twitch. Not quite daily, but pretty close. Uh, you can also find me on the Twitter as well. Um, so please give me a shout out. If you add me as a friend, let me know where you're adding me from. I'm a lot like Caleb in the aspect of I will not add you if I don't know you. And you can find me on Twitter at Tonksy, that's T-O-N-N-K-S-Y, where I'll be sharing information like I did this Saturday when I found out that Mia Stars is slated to come out late November, late 2020 this year for a physical release. See that? See that? I'd love to tell you I shared it here first, but I actually found it through their, their tweets. It was actually a reply. They sent somebody uh, else. They you, do, do you want to do that again? You said late 2020. Late 2022. 2022. Late 2022. Run that back real quick. Late 2022. Listen, man. 11.45. I've been up for like 17 hours, it feels like, at this point. I'm tired. It's 2022. Or 2020. Part three. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe it's it's the, uh, the end of 2020 finally, right? Late 2020 could be late 2022. Same thing. Same thing. Anyway, guys, uh, all seriousness, well, though. Too. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, all seriousness, though, guys. Uh, we love y'all. We appreciate you. Um, all right. Let's go, Ukraine. Throw them hands. Let, give them everything you got. I got mad respect. Um, can, can I just say something real quick? The Ghost of Kiev has to be the hardest nickname I have ever heard. If Imagine you log into a Call of Duty lobby and you see the Ghost of Kiev like you're like on the other team. Log off. Log they, off right now. 
they are taking that battlefield. Yeah, they are taking that battlefield iconic moment that was recreated for Battlefield 2042 launch, which was a trash game, oh, and they're memeing that for Ghost of Kiev. Like uh, it, yeah. it, the Ghost of Kiev is like him and the president of Ukraine, like Chef's Kiss. Y'all, y'all are the biggest most baddest badasses ever and i have nothing but respect for you like we are watching modern day spartans as far as i'm concerned hell yeah that's exactly the, uh, what this is the other Mad guy that bridge say what so there was there was a man i forget his name now and i apologize for forgetting it may he rest in peace there was a man that sacrificed himself to blow up a major bridge in order to keep the convoys out. They've done that. There's TikToks coming out of Ukraine of people showing others how to drive abandoned or captured uh, Russian vehicles. Isn't there, like, isn't there a Ukrainian Merc who has 20 confirmed? I... I, mm-hmm. I I'm sure there's Ukraine has the largest per capita amount of women participating in their military and was before this. And even so now, like I have Ukraine, just, I, I love you. I respect you. I hope that you are able to, uh, defeat the oppressors, which is Putin. Like F that dude, all seriousness, kick rocks, pound sand, come at me. I'll throw hands with you. I don't care. Um, but yeah, like there was a moment today, guys. We'll talk about it after. Anyway, we love y'all. Hope you hope you enjoyed the show. Catch y'all next week. Thank you.